This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Monday, Monday, Monday. It's a Monday podcast. Podcast, podcast. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. While you were out last week, I got a uh, card in the mail. Oh, how nice. Uh, that was addressed to Alan Jerry Podcast. Oh, both of us. That's nice. Care of WFAN. Comes uh, from a man named Brad. He what's sent up, us. What's up, Brad? He didn't want his last name revealed, Jerry. All right. Although he said that in the card, I'm not giving you my last name, but he did leave his return address with his last so name. So we know his last name. Not great. If not I great. if he were had committed uh, you know some sort of crime, I would be able to pinpoint You'd him. You'd have to give him some lessons. I would. Uh, is this he, a bad card? No, it's a nice card. He sent us a card. It's a giraffe on the front, and it has been. It says it has been way too long, meaning he hasn't talked to us in so long, and the giraffe neck is long. You, okay. you follow? Um, it, it, the, the, I, I'll show this to you. It's a lot of writing. It's a lot of writing. Uh, Give me the gist. Oh, the gist of it is you and I were talking about uh, how we had some VHS tapes that you know now you can't even watch. Right. And turns out he You have a bionic penis. He he converts VHS tapes. Oh, he does. That's cool. Uh he said he would gladly uh at his own expense take your VHS tapes and mine and convert them. PS, I have no interest in doing anything other than deleting these off my hard drive after I get them to you. Very nice of him. He'll also convert your wedding tape for free. That's nice. He enjoys your work, Jerry, but hopes you get more play-by-play type jobs because you are clearly capable of outgrowing WFAN. Hmm. It's very nice of him to say. All you need is a few more gigs like Ian Eagle. Agreed. I'm with him. (laughs) Yeah. This comes from Brad, so that was nice, Brad. Brad, thank you very much. Want to be my agent? We appreciate the cards. We appreciate him. And I appreciate that you didn't just write this on like a... a notebook paper? Right, he actually got, went out and got a card he for He went us. out and got a card at Trader Joe's. That's kind of cool. Oh, also, PPS, my two-year-old shouts, it's Friday, holla, most of the day on Fridays now. <laughs> See, that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's nice. Look at that. Brad, you're welcome. Brad. Here, anytime. If you know of any other play-by-play jobs for Jerry Brad, send us another card on who we would contact. And what was his address? I don't want to give his address. Oh, good. Yeah, that's You want to know where he's from, though? I'd like to know where our listeners... How about the town? All right, Jerry, the town? Omaha, Nebraska. Brooklyn. Okay, cool. Brooklyn. All right. Well, Brad from Brooklyn. Thanks, dude. An apartment dweller in Brooklyn, Jerry. Nice, nice, baby. Uh, also, I had this question for you, wondering if you would know the answer to this. I watch uh, a lot of... Probably not, but I'll try. All right. I watch a lot of these murder programs, you know, know on that. the ID channel. And this comes up a lot, where... Somebody is murdered, and then they find a person had put out a uh, 
had had taken out an insurance policy on their life. Right. And so many times they'll win it. You find that out much later. Like, how is that not like the first thing you would check? Like the minute, like if I went, like, am I allowed to go take an insurance policy out on you today if I want to? I do not believe so. Without you even knowing? I don't think so. I'm no. not sure. You, I can't walk into all state and say, can I get an insurance policy on Al Dukes? The hell's wrong with you? I think you can. I have an idea that Al's going to die. Right. I would like an insurance policy on him. I do not think you can. Because in these shows, these shows that I'm watching, these mini documentary shows, someone like dies of an accident. Turns out the father of the kid had an insurance That's policy. A father. I know, but why would you like? At we have what insurance age? policies on our sons. You do? Yes. And it's not to be morbid, right? It's in the event of anything happening, it pays the expenses. I see. Well, I don't have an insurance policy. No one who was an insurance policy. No on one's me. interested in you. <laughs> should my parents have an insurance policy on me? Yes, they should. Should they? It's not. You don't have to. But if, if someone get one now, was going to, it would be your parents, I would believe, would be allowed I know to. They're, so you don't think I could walk in and get an insurance policy on you? Can it? Could you imagine if I could? I'm, I'm putting this in Google right but, now. But this would be the thing. This would be like me going and getting an insurance policy out on you, and then you end up murdered two weeks later. You can't. Wouldn't they go look for me? No, you cannot. You cannot purchase life <laughs> insurance on a stranger you meet at the grocery store. That's exactly how it comes up. Who then? Who could I get insurance? And you also cannot automatically buy it on a, on someone you're related to. It's got to be a direct line. So meaning your parents or your wife, because this guy in this movie in this uh, ID channel show yesterday got an insurance policy out on his wife and whacked I'm her not. too. Buying for a family to purchase life insurance for a family member or child, you must be able to show that you have an insurable interest. So, so a wife I, would count. Yeah, I would. I, a wife probably would count. That's a dangerous game, though. What if I said? If Jerry passes, it'll hurt this podcast, so I should be able to take an insurance policy out on him. Why don't you walk I into Allstate I... and see if they'll do that, <laughs> and see if they punch you right in the face. I'm sure one of these, lo- Allstate probably won't do it, but one of these low-level places that you've you never go. Can heard I of? take out a life insurance policy on my husband? Yes. Oh. How about this? Jerry, type this in. Can I take out a life insurance policy on my coworker? Really? Yeah. Because, like, I... Geo should be able to take out an insurance policy on Boomer if he kicks the bucket. Show changes. You know what comes up? What? All right, here, here's a good one. All right. Can I take out a life insurance policy on someone <laughs> without them knowing? People have actually Googled this. Yes. Oh, my God. That's terrible. That's horrible, dude. Uh, can't, d- 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 no, you cannot. Hmm. No. I bet you I could find a scuzzy insurance company that would. Yeah, but, the, but that scuzzy insurance is oh, not going to pay. They're not going to pay at all. What's the piece of paper worth? Nothing. Right. Great point. It's That's not legal. Good point, Jerry. Right. You're going to get screwed. I got an insurance policy. Go cash it in. Good luck. They'll tell you, get out. Like the minute somebody wound up murdered, I'd say, who has an insurance policy on them? That's why it's always the husband. Well, always, yeah, it's the relative. They always think they could get away with it, too. Stupid. Very stupid. It's <laughs> actually very difficult to collect insurance money. Yeah, I would think so. Because they have to, they investigate. They got to make sure everything's yeah, on hope. the up and up. Yeah. yeah. You know, make sure. I was told if you smoke even like, you know, for a month and you say you were not a smoker and then they find out in their investigation pictures of you smoking. Oh, really? Dunsky. Really? Because it means you lied. Here you go. You did smoke when you were 35. We have a picture to prove it. Who could we take out insurance on here? 
at the Eddie. radio station. Eddie, you think he would sign us? Of course, we can't. Oh, because we're not related. No, we're not related. Not as far as I know. Right. By the way, speaking of like age and stuff, I saw, I watched some old Imus video yesterday. Oh, yes. This one, one I watched yesterday was from 1998. Mark Chernoff was in it. An Imus show from 98? Yeah. Mark Chernoff looks the same. Nineteen ninety-eight to two thousand nineteen. It's twenty-one years. Twenty-one years. He looks the same. Really? It, it like Breen is in it too. Yes. He looks young. Mark looks the same. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Just yeah. Some bizarre. people do not age. You were saying that you saw some Minko stuff, and he also was looked like he was seventy back then. Similar age. Looks the same now, but he looked old ago. then. Yeah. Now he looks his age. Right. I would think. Right. Yes. How old is he now? He's like 70? I would say he's, no, 63. (laughs) Wait a minute. Minko's 13 years older than me only? Yeah. 63, 64? I believe he, he, let's see, Beningo's 64. I think they're the same age. I believe him, Minko, and Mike, those three, I believe, are all the same age. Really? They're all 64. Yeah. So 14 years older than you. Wow. I think about Minko at 50 the way he looked and think right. of you now. Minko looked then the way he looks now. <laughs> like a grandfather. <laughs> well, you said that. I didn't. This is, I think, an uh, inventive move by a woman but um, in Oklahoma, but it is illegal. A, an Oklahoma woman used a T-shirt gun, you know, like you go yeah, to yeah. the arenas. Yes, see them all the time. To shoot drugs over the wall into prison <laughs> to get them to her prisoner friends. <laughs> it was a $1,600 T-shirt gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She launched a package. Those guns are $1,600? Yeah. Good she launched Lord. a package of contraband over the fence of a prison, but the corrections officers saw it. She drove Sunday morning to the North. Fork Correctional Center. Say in that fast five times. North Fork Correctional Center in Sayre, Oklahoma. Just say North Fork fast five times. Which one? North Fork? Yeah. North Fork, North Fork, North Fork, North Fork, North Fork. <laughs> Go ahead. Prison personnel spotted the incoming package, which landed near a housing unit, and they intercepted it before the prisoners could grab it. <laughs> the package had methamphetamine, pot, Cell phones, tobacco, earbuds, chargers, and digital scales. Oh, that's such a big deal. Upon that the amphetamine <laughs> baseball players took for decades and decades and decades. And tobacco, come on. Upon seeing the container launched over the fence, officers chased her in her car. She was pulled over and arrested. What are you in here for? I was trying to shoot earbuds over the wall to my boyfriend in prison. <laughs> it's stupid. It says this thing can shoot up to 300 feet. Oh, yeah. Those things get up to the upper deck of these arenas, dude. Wow. How about this? She's being held in county jail in lieu of $200,000 bond. Wow. All right. That's a big deal then. She has a, a lengthy rap sheet, drug convictions, and was in state prison herself. Yeah, I didn't think she was a uh, upstanding citizen. You didn't she think was doing she, I did not. She was on the up and up? I did not. No. Sorry. And you did? No, but I thought a great idea. Like she it is was, a good idea. She was, like, she was probably at a game and was like, what if I had one of these guns? I wonder where she got the t-shirt gun from. Amazon. What? Everything's on Amazon. <laughs> you think she's had $1,600 to buy a legitimate t-shirt gun? Or you think she borrowed it from like her friend who works where the OKC Thunder play? Uh, maybe she knew someone that worked there. Yeah, it's possible. A thrift shop furniture store. Oh, this is going to be great. 
in North Carolina <laughs> has a uh, some furniture for sale. And here's what it says. It's a Habitat for Humanity in Rowan County, North Carolina. Posted photos to Facebook showing a queen canopy bed frame and chest of drawers that they were selling with the warning, quote, please note, previous owner reports that the chest of drawers is haunted. Oh, okay. He reports continuous nightmares for he and his wife while it's in their room. He also reports that his dogs would not stop barking at it. Or put it outside. The news report says that more people are now interested in it because it is haunted. So you get some cash for it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Why don't you buy it? I I, I believe in haunted furniture. I'm not interested. I believe in haunted furniture. I do. I think that, I do think like I've been in some like um like Asbury Park has a lot of these places. New Hope, Pennsylvania, Lambertville, New Jersey, these old antique stores. Right. They have well, some really well, old... Your weekends really rock, Al. <laughs> <laughs> you just went New Hope, yeah. Lambertville. They're next to each other. <laughs> Asbury Park. Which Saturday, which one are you going to this weekend? Probably Asbury Park. Going to see Eli and his mom? Uh, yeah, so they, they some of this old stuff looks like it can house spirits. Okay. I would not, would you have, would you, if you saw that chest of drawers and it was beautiful, matched perfect with your house, and they said, by the way, this may be haunted, would you second guess that? Would you take that home or would you be like, you know what, not going to roll the dice on that? No, but to sound like a complete prick, I wouldn't buy furniture at a thrift shop. Oh, someone's better than a thrift shop. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. Target. <laughs> Let's start okay. there. <laughs> but what if it was like a beautiful piece? No. So I'm a, not going to a thrift shop. Okay, so I have to. Let me just ask you this then: <laughs> yes. Do you believe in haunted furniture? I don't. You don't. I don't. What about haunted old paintings that look creepy? <laughs> with the, the ones the Scooby Doo with the yeah, eyes moving, with the back, eyes and moving back and forth. I don't. Really? No, I don't. Let me. I'll ask you one more. What about scary dolls? <laughs> I have four of them in the house right now. Do you have scary dolls? <laughs> My son with the ventriloquist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got slappy <laughs> running around. He hasn't moved yet, amazingly enough. Uh, but they're not scary. Slappy is scary looking. Have he you is? seen those movies? No. He's a beast. Really? Yes. He's mean. So you do have one scary doll in your we house. We do, yes. Yes, and I'm waiting to wake up one morning and he moves, but so far he hasn't gone anywhere from the living room. But you're not necessarily, you don't, so you don't necessarily believe in haunted furniture i do not okay i do I not do. believe in the other beings i don't believe in aliens no i do not do i believe they're possible yes do i think they are no you don't think so no but i leave it open okay but my opinion is that it's a whole bunch of bullshit oh god sorry i'm not believing that either jerry that right, came from fine. the heart my bad i don't know if you're a religious man jerry may i ask do you give up things for lent you know, it's interesting you asked that. This is the first year I think I have not. Really? Yeah. What do you generally give up? Is it something you could share with the audience? Um, it de- Yeah, I mean, it depends. I've done everything from pizza to, well, back in the day, soda, but I don't drink that anymore, but I have given up soda. Like um, junk food type of things? Yeah, stuff that I, you know, maybe I don't eat often, but once in a while would binge on, like on a Friday yeah. night pizza, four slices when I haven't oh, had yeah. it in a month. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely have this year. I did not though. And I do it, you know, my kids go to Catholic school, so we do it with them. Bad parents. 
none of us gave up. <laughs> Including the kids? I didn't even know Ash Wednesday happened. Yeah, it did happen. It came so, quickly. So, yeah, I wasn't aware of all that. But, no, we haven't done anything this year. They say nowadays the most popular thing people give up for Lent is... Social media. Yes. Social media, I have Jerry. a whole bunch of uh, sports parents that have done that. Really? And I think it's great. 21% of people give up social media. Second, uh, which is number one, alcohol, number two, chocolate, number three. Yeah, that sounds about right. I've never given up alcohol for Lent because I don't drink it often. I've given up candy for sure for Lent. Not this year as I just had a bag of peanut M&Ms for lunch. Do you go with that thing where you're? it's okay to use it on Sundays? No. Yeah. No, I've you heard. give it up for Lent, you give it up. For 40 days? Yes. People say, some people do it where they no, I don't have like it on Sundays. No, no, I don't not giving it up then. Right, because you're only having pizza once a week anyway. At most. most. Right. So if I have it on Sunday, all I do is shift the day. <laughs> it's really not a yeah. big deal. So no, no, no. Here's no. an interesting one on this list, though, Jerry. At 6% of people give up pornography. Okay. And then as soon as those 40 days are over, right back to porn. There hub. you go. That's funny. It doesn't surprise me, though. I, I really, and I do think I could have done it. Yeah. I said this to my wife, and she thought I was crazy. But I wanted to turn my phone off for 40 days. Really? I do, because I really believe with the laptop at home, the computer at work, and as long as you have a Garmin device, you know, because people say, well, you can't because of, you know, you need your right. phone for directions and GPS. stuff. GPS. If you put a GPS in the car, I would be totally good with that. Now, the one thing I will say, I would have gotten like a $10 track phone for the month just so my kids have me, can always get me with a call. No texting, but you can call me if you need me. I think I could do that. But I, I forgot I didn't do it in time. Mm -hmm. She, My wife thought I was nuts. She's like, you couldn't do that. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I could, actually. That seems tough. I could turn my phone off, no problem, if I had a track phone in the car so that my kids could get me. You're connected everywhere you go. Like, I don't understand what the how that's so hard. Right. Like, well, why not? So that when I'm at the supermarket online, I can't look at my phone? I'll be fine. Don't you think? Yeah. That guy, who is the guy that was uh, let go by ESPN? Adnan Verdict? Yeah. Whatever his name is. Yes, I saw Michelle Beadle. I don't follow him on social media, but I follow Michelle Beadle, and she had retweeted him. He had just got back on. He did. He got rid of social media for six weeks. Okay. As an experiment after this had happened yeah. to him. He said it was tremendous. And I do, when I see that, I I think that does sound like a nice cleansing it's ritual. Freeing. Yeah. I agree. I got to promote my tweets. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? How do right, I well, do both? But that you wouldn't be tweeting. How do I do both, I want to know? You wouldn't. There were a way. You could, you would have to, I mean, the best thing you could do is if you were still doing pieces. Yes. You would have to have someone else put it out there for you. Okay. So like you do a piece here, Izzo promotes it. Right. Ooh, and FAN retweets it, but nothing from your account. Mm. And I don't see the reaction. If you got off Twitter for a month, yeah, how many mentions would you have in 30 days? I don't know. It's a good question. Thousands. Thousands. Right? Especially if you had a good piece that people liked. Yeah. Now, you're not doing all your dumb, random tweets. Right. But your video pieces you could still do and promote. Be interesting. That would be interesting. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. I got to look into that. Okay. We're looking into it. I'll finish with one more story, Jerry. All right. One more. Uh, and think of this, too. Yes. If I got you a track phone yeah. for two months, however long we did it for, you give your phone number to your girlfriend, mm -hmm. your parents, and your sisters. Okay. 
And I guess, you know, churn off. Yes. No one else has your number. That's kind of cool. That is nice. Think about that. I wouldn't get all those fagazi phone calls anyway. No texts, no nothing. Hmm. That's pretty good. And no, as you call it, phony phone calls. Right. I'll read you the headline here, Jerry. British man found wandering streets with amputated penis in plastic bag. Yeah. Yep, this happened in uh, Spain. A British man, 33-year-old. Boy. He was bleeding heavily in the I'm central sure he was. in the central street of Zaragoza and raised the alarm last Friday afternoon, rushed to the hospital. Officers said he had chopped off his own penis. Oh, come on. No, no. Yep. Why? Let's see. Uh, as why you want to know he did this? Daily newspaper said police had discovered he had registered on a social network working app a few weeks ago in search of a candidate to film him mutilating himself. <sighs> Investigators concluded he did amputate his own organ, but may have been under the influence of drugs. No kidding. Local ass. reports have said the operation to reattach his penis has been successful, but no one knows yet if it's f- back to fully working. His identi- identity has not been made public. I would hope not. Hmm. That seems and that's rough, the news, dude. Jerry. All right, Robin. <laughs> Hoo-hoo, Robin. Dude. What? Hoo-hoo? Hoo-hoo. Uh, that's it? That's it, Jerry. The war- uh, that's not right. really it because we got a warm-up show. And we it's do. terrific. It was. I actually liked it today. So! Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Here we go. It's a Monday. We start a new week with the Boomer and Geo program coming up at 6 o'clock. But until then, the floor is yours, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. Oh, I am so locked in with the brackets. No, you're not. Here's what I don't know still after all of these years. Okay. And uh, they're good every year. Gonzaga? Yeah. No idea where that is. And Out west. By the way, no one knows where that is. Out unless west. you follow college basketball like a John Rothstein well, type. And they play at 11 o'clock all the time because they play out west. Like if somebody told me my kid's going to Gonzaga, I'd be like, whatever that is. I hear you. One of those nondescript schools I've never heard of. I'd like my, I'd like someone to go to USC. Right, that I've heard of. Yes, Southern California. Gonzaga must be named after somebody, I guess, or a town. Matthew Gonzaga. Matt Gonzaga? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lie. <laughs> you think? <laughs> sounds like you're stretching the, to- the truth. Lo- Loyola the tooth. Marymount. Gorgeous. There's a school. Yes. You know where that is. Loyola Marymount? Yeah. No, I don't. Carolinas? Southern California. Okay, SoCal. There is I a say Loyola SoCal. in Baltimore. That I wouldn't The one to. I'm talking about is in Southern California, a little SoCal. I watched some sort of documentary where they were, like, showing Baltimore. Yeah. That does not seem like a nice place to live. Well, Camden Yards is a nice place to visit. Better not walk there. <laughs> From where? From your From car? From wherever. <laughs> that, that, that Baltimore looks like a tough town. Baltimore has had some issues. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess you're not there. moving there. No, I'm not moving got to Baltimore. It. What else you got, Alex? I also read a few years ago that Baltimore led the country in syphilis. Which is I not. we eradicated syphilis. No, Baltimore. It's still around, huh? It's still going strong in Baltimore. Huh. Be careful in Baltimore. Gonzaga, Jerry tells me, is somewhere out west that we're going to leave it at that. Have we eradicated bubonic plague? Plague, yes. Is that gone? Yes. But I did see the measles. Right, this is what I'm saying. Measles cases. are gone, and then they come back. They come right back. Very scary. Because people stop getting inoculated because they think, 
Measles are gone. Right. And then someone gets measles. Understood. And then Do you ever get the measles? No, I don't think I've chicken been on pox. Chicken pox. You sure. seem like a chicken pox. Oh, I had type chicken of kid. pox as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That Jerry. was the year you were busy getting no hits in Little League. Right. I blame it on the chicken pox. <laughs> right, I don't know if you right. ever tried to hit with syphilis. <laughs> I don't know if you ever tried to hit with chicken pox. Not easy, Jerry. What about with syphilis? syphilis. <laughs> Definitely not easy to run with syphilis. I wouldn't think so. That syphilis seems very painful. Jerry Russell Wilson was at Yankee camp. And, of course, people ran him down and asked him about becoming the Giants quarterback since he's not signed beyond this season. Right. To which he said he loves Seattle. Of course he's going to say that. But he something, has to say that. But something, was, something else came out of that. He appeared on the Jimmy Fallon show. Okay. And they were discussing how when Russell Wilson signs his next deal with the Seahawks, it will be the richest deal in NFL history. Because well, we keep going up and up and up. For Russell uh, Wilson? I, Al, I'm with you. Why? I completely agree with you. How come? Right? Like, there are Giants fans who are not interested in Russell Wilson. Right. And yet he's going to be the highest paid player ever? Yeah, because that's what the market will show. How does... It's kind of like Aaron Rodgers this year made a fortune. Why? Right. Because he's the greatest quarterback. Okay, they won six games. Right. Or whatever they won. They weren't good. They were not good. Guess what? He can't do it alone. Right. You got to stop giving the quarterbacks all this money. Sorry, Boomer. All this money. Which is why Tom Brady is not the richest quarterback. He should He's be the also richest. married to someone who makes $100 million All right. a year. He should be the richest player in NFL history, uh, Tom you, Brady. I know you Go poo-poo backwards. that. But, th- but let me ask you this. If you were single or yeah. you were married to a woman who didn't work, mm-hmm. wouldn't then you try and get every dime yeah. you could? Now, if your wife makes $150 million, awesome. are you more apt to say, I'll play for 20 sure. or 18. I suppose. And spread the other seven or eight I could get to a couple of other players. To big name talent, Jerry? Well, I mean, it helps getting better talent in if you can give them a little more money. Right. Spread out the wealth. Spread the wealth, Russell but Wilson. You're right. If anybody would deserve the most money, it's him. Right. He doesn't take it. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick should be making all the cash. I agree. Because all they do is win, 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 no matter what. What, what, what? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, Jerry, is out. Of Miami. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Enter Ryan Fitzpatrick. The guy's got 17 lives, doesn't he? Back in the AFC East. So they'll win 10 games and go to playoffs this year? Well, he does play the Jets twice a year, and he's got payback on his mind. Whoa, 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 Fitzpatrick. You know. Come on. That was the nice one. That was the good one, yeah. That was the good one. Oh, now he's on the Dolphins. Eddie's in charge of the buttons over there. He likes them. Got it. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he can do anything that he desires. Fitzpatrick. Well, you were really desperate for a song, huh? No, that was a good one. He can do anything he desires? Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's back, Jerry. I, you know, I heard, yeah. Yeah. I get it. Boy, the Dolphins' depth chart, by the way, at quarterback, never heard of you after Ryan Fitzpatrick. Probably not. Yeah, no, I looked. I never heard of you. Right. I think they went to Gonzaga, the, the next two quarterbacks. Maybe they'll get, some, <laughs> they'll get <laughs> someone from the AF. <laughs> the AF? I put on, Orla- was it, no, Atlanta, San Jose? No, okay. San Antonio? Who played yesterday, Eddie? Atlanta In the AF. was getting killed 20 to nothing. I put that By on. By San Antonio. It was San Antonio. And Good Birmingham football. beat San Diego. It really is. The problem, here's the problem for me. 
I'm not invested in it like the NFL. Right. Like I couldn't dedicate three hours to it yesterday. Well, you'll but check I, in. I did. I checked in, and it's good football, but I just can't hang with it. Are you interested in Johnny Manziel joining the no, AF? not at all. You're not. Because I've never understood the whole Johnny Manziel high. I never understood it. He goes like, like if you this, remember, money. there was this conversation that the Cowboys might draft. Him. Yeah. Thank God they didn't. I remember at the time thing, why? So, no, I'm not really interested in him at all. I don't get the hype. I'm going to watch and do that money thing that he does where he... By yourself alone in your apartment <laughs> where he puts so his... no one else will see it. <laughs> where he puts his fingers together. There's a lot of things you could do alone in your apartment that no one else will yeah, see. Yeah, no one knows what's going on in there, Jerry. No, they don't. <laughs> Ex-Steeler running back Josh Harris. Oh, you're going to say Le'Veon Bell. No. Le'Veon Bell was busy throwing a CD release party. So this is about Franco Harris? No, this is about Josh Harris. His little, nephew. Little known Steeler running back from 2014. Yeah, I don't... Whatever who came out to say that Big Ben once fumbled on purpose. Right. Who's this again? Running back Josh Harris. No one cares what he has to say. You don't care that Ben Roethlisberger fumbled on purpose? Uh, I don't believe someone I never heard of before. In an important game? No, but I don't believe it from someone that was not important on the team. What if Josh Harris hooked up to a lie detector test? It means nothing to me. If he passed the lie detector, oh, it means nothing. the lie nothing. detector nothing. You <laughs> ways around that. He's telling the truth. Now, here we go with old man voice. <laughs> no, that's uh, Ed Torian, the famous uh, lie detector well, test still doing old man guy. voice. Yeah. So? Josh Harris is telling the truth. Jo- <laughs> oh, yeah. Josh Harris. I mean, please. What does he have to lie for, Jerry? I, he said Big Ben was ticked off at uh, uh, Todd Haley and wanted to take a knee to run the clock out. Haley wanted right. to run plays, so he fumbled on purpose. Right, this coming from a guy who ran the ball nine times for 16 yards. And he had, in his career. <laughs> and he had one. No, time. no one cares. You know who Josh Harris is? He's the guy who's trying to get on TV, and he's a guy who he wants people to talk about because he had nine carries in his career. So no one cares. He also had a crucial fumble recovery, that one. That he, that he fumbled on we purpose. We take a break. Nonsense. Oh, man. No. Stop, stop. Hook, line, and sinker. Don't bite. No good. We Sorry, have to Josh Harris. Uh, when we come back, Boomer and Geo will be talking about Josh Harris and <laughs> Roethlisberger here on the van. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes to the top. Nets with a brutal loss last night. The Knicks did beat the Lakers and LeBron, and we got the NCAA tournament bracket. St. John's and FDU are playing not against one another, but they're in the play-in games tomorrow and uh, Wednesday night. What else? I don't know if you saw this, Jerry. It was a late Friday, but this Tyreek Hill's in trouble now I did with see the this Chiefs. Late Friday, yeah. So Kareem Hunt gets suspended eight games. Right. And now he's on the Browns. Now he's on the Browns. Yeah. Tyreek Hill being investigated for like. Battery on a child. That's a bad scene. I do wonder if, like, Roger Goodell has, like, a bat phone. And they call him. Anytime something happens, whether it's a coach, an assistant coach, a player, it's just, it's enough. Patrick Mahomes has got to be like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What is going on here? One by one, gone. And David Irving, who was on the Cowboys but quit, says. another one I don't buy. You don't believe in this story either? He was high on weed (laughs) when he said this. He says that Jason Garrett said to him, just quit. Smoke all the weed you want. We don't need you. One, they don't need them. Get out. I do not believe Jason Garrett put it that way, though. I don't. But if weed, the guy, weed, 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 weed. Smoking if, weed, weed, weed. If the weed, guy was weed. constantly wanting to smoke weed, I could see Jason Garrett saying to him, you know what? Quit. Smoke weed. Yeah. If you want to smoke weed, smoke weed. But again, 
it sounds different when yeah. you read it the way it might have been said. It might he have said that in a nice way? Sure. Or an angry way. I don't way. think it was nasty. No, you don't. I don't think so. No, I don't. I like, do you not. know what? Get out, smoke I weed. I do not believe that. Not everyone smokes hey, weed. I, I look- Who do you believe? I don't smoke weed. You smoke weed? I don't. You just said everyone does. Uh, most people. Only Boomer does. Boomer, you smoke weed? No. Greg, no. you smoke weed still? 100 <laughs> pairs of Yankees tickets. Uh, I mean, that's what it. we have, and Eat that's what it. we're giving away to you.